0: Hi, I'm Elaine, and I'm B, and this is Can You Dig It, a
1: Haiku Recap Podcast.
0: We are all the way on episode 14, second half of the season, formidable opponents. Yeah, things are really starting to um, eat up here. Exactly, and it's funny because when I first started this episode, I literally did not remember anything. Like, I don't remember this episode at all until like halfway through, which is so weird because it's supposed to be like the big, like, this supposed to like start leading up to the climax of the season. I just did not remember it happening.
1: I mean, it is still, like, a transition episode. Like, it's one of the episodes that, like, takes us from one match to another, which are, like, they're, they, a lot doesn't, like, really happen in them, but I don't know. They're always some of my favorites.
0: That's very true. It was a good
1: episode. I just,
0: I couldn't remember a lot of it.
1: I mean, we do get a lot of, like, introductions in this episode, and, like, we don't necessarily meet people, but, like, a lot of things are talked about. Like, like, Wakatoni South, like, they don't play them until season two,
0: Exactly, but we still were introduced. Yeah. I mean, same with Shira Torre like Yeah,
1: they don't really come up again until season two. Yeah. But just a lot of people get introduced. Um, starting with this like, opening um, with Daichi's former classmate, Akajiri, I think is his name? Yes. Yeah. Um, I really like this scene. I thought it was really cute.
0: I liked it a lot, and I like how it's always anytime someone that's not from Crossno refers to Crossno, it's always like the wingless crows, or like how they like used to be really good, and how they always just have this like premonition that that's what Crossno is.
1: Yeah, I do really like the way that this show used different perspectives um, of, of like just like different people outside of our main characters. I think it's really well utilized and really interesting, and I really like this one, especially because I just thought it was the way that, like, I don't know, first of all, I really like just, like, seeing all of the different teams, even though, like, they are, I don't even remember their team's name. They're ultimately, like, so unimportant, but they just, like, still feel like people, like, no one in this show feels like a, like, filler. Exactly. Really like a person.
0: It's, like, natural.
1: Yeah, it felt really natural to watch them interact with each other, and, like, I just think this guy's really cute and sweet, and I'm glad that he exists as a character.
0: I do. I think he's really great.
1: Um, there's a lot of good Daichi stuff in this episode. Actually,
0: I was thinking that too. I was like, he had a lot of moments that I enjoyed.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Maybe this rewatch is gonna be the one that turns me around on my my poor opinion of
0: Daichi because like he's still not my favorite, but he's kind of killing it. Like he's gro- he's growing on me, and I think it's right now because we haven't met like net met or like actual favorites yet. That we're kind of like yeah but then like we meet characters that we really like and we realize that we like these characters more than we like daichi but it's like I don't hate him it's like I used to like not like him I don't hate him I really don't he's grown. had some really
1: mean conversations about daichi between the two of us and
0: it really is just like kind of
1: when you get further into it I feel like you kind of lose perspective on like the beginning of things and then when you come back to it you're like oh okay like this was actually really good. We may have been
0: a little bit too harsh. Apologies.
1: <laughs> but yeah, then we, we cut we cut to the gym. They're all practicing and stuff. And we get our first introduction to Ushijima. This is like the first time he's been talked about, right?
0: Yeah, actually, I think this is the first time we like hear his name. Yeah. And I love Ushiwaka. I think it's the like most clever thing to exist Ushiwaka. that people refer to him as Ushiwaka. <laughs>
1: I love it. I do like a little nickname. That's really good. I I really like the way that Suga points out that like Hinata doesn't really like know, like he doesn't like run in the world of volleyball, which I just think is a really interesting like observation for the show to make. Like that Hinata doesn't really like know anything about anyone else who plays volleyball. He's like kind of out of the loop. Exactly. Which I just thought was a really, I don't know, astute observation and like kind of, is it's just another way that, like, Hinata is a really, like, naive character, mm-hmm. which I think makes it worrying.
0: Yeah, no, I didn't even think about that either. It's the fact that, like, this whole time he's been like, oh, I'm, I want to play because I saw the little giant, and, like, hearing him be like, I've idea who that is, and Suka being like, well, that's because he only knows the little mm-hmm. giant. It's like, he seriously only knows him. Like, he knows Necomad, and now and he only the, knows people he's like, met, and exactly, like, yeah. like he doesn't know these teams. Like he no idea who Shunotori is, no idea who Ushiwaka is, no idea who like any of these teams are. He literally is like he's honestly the same level of like takita and sense of like knowing these like teams.
1: Yeah, which I think is interesting. Um, it, it's stuff def- it's just like another layer of like Hinata not only like didn't really know
0: how to play volleyball,
1: but he just like didn't know volleyball at the beginning and by the end he's like made all these connections and he's just like in the whole like world and everything you know His
0: development makes me like, so really happy Um
1: oh and poor Asahi man
0: why I was about to say that is uh, Daichi really is just going at it the fact that he it just comes like, for him. that's what a real ace should look like and the- <laughs> He just like looking like he wants to just like leave. He comes for him every episode. I swear. Like we need a counter. Why do you do this? Honestly, just between last episode and this one, that's already two. Honestly, I'm gonna go back and, and recount, but
1: we have we have two so far. He's just always
0: clowning him. Like and you know what? <laughs> you know, my favorite friendship aspect or you can just go at each other.
1: It's typically, asahi it,
0: never... <laughs> it's typically one-sided though and it's not even just daichi like suga gets him too god poor asahi he really just he can't catch a break um but yeah we, in this
1: whole conversation we get introduced to our top four teams in miyagi in the miyagi prefecture we've got datako we've got wakaton south we've got seijo and we've got Shir torizawa
0: can i just say I love that they said Moikawa was the best all-around top player. That, like, mention of it and how they were, like, oh, like, the leader of Abu It was, like, yes. They were, like, best setter, best all-around leader of Abu Djosai. I was, like,
1: it's my king. He's, like, talking
0: him up. It's, like, when you, I don't know how to describe it, but it's, like, you know, when they're, like, trying to, like, describe someone, I think, like, the easiest way for me to think about it would be, like, like WWE or like wrestling or something when they're doing like the stats (laughs) I know nothing I know bare minimum about it but like that's what it reminded me of like like introducing they're introducing Wakawa for everyone like talking about like these are his stats and then he's just gonna dominate because he's Wakawa order
1: he's great and like the thing about like like the Danteko introduction and the Wakatoni South one were both like they were like these are these teams these are what these teams are known for
0: and then it was Seijo was just like Because honestly, we have mentioned it before. He is like a really important aspect of Seijo. Seijo yeah, wouldn't be Seijo without him.
1: Kind of what makes their team like exactly. Yeah, yeah. And they they meant they talk about Shira Torizawa for a little bit. Oh, and then I freaking love this this one moment with Daichi and Suka.
0: They're so sparkly. <laughs> They're so mean. I love it. It's so funny. Ukai literally being like, <laughs> I hate this
1: like, I know you guys are thinking something rude about me.
0: (laughs) I think it's so funny. It's honestly like, it cracks me up that they're so impressed by this. It's like, Ukai played volleyball. Like, he's gonna know
1: this.
0: (laughs) This isn't talking to y'all. This is like, someone who knows what's going on.
1: But it just goes to show like, how long they've kind of like, just been on their own. They're so impressed that he did like, a minimal amount of research.
0: (laughs) Exactly. It's like, refreshing. They're like, wow. But then after that, we get a quote that I really love. It's from Ukai. Because they start talking about, like, oh, like, we have to play your choice all the way, like, oh, we have to play Seijo. And then he says, if you keep staring at the top, you'll get the rug pulled out from under you. I love that quote so much. And it is such a, like, a good quote for Karasuno as a team.
1: Wow, my translation was, like, really different from
0: that. What did yours say?
1: Mine said, the one on Crunchyroll says... I'm going to go back and double check what it said.
0: I watch it on Netflix because it's the easiest way for me to do it. I don't have to do ads. Right. I I never
1: started Um, my Crunchyroll subscription after season four.
0: I canceled it after season four. (laughs) It's like the last episode of season four came out. I uh, I ended my Crunchyroll subscription. So there's that.
1: If you look up instead of straight ahead, you could lose your footing. Or we could lose our footing.
0: Interesting. So like they're kind of the same idea, but like they're really different. That's that's so weird.
1: Yeah, it's a really different translation. I feel like maybe it's a more literal translate translation
0: of like a saying. Yeah.
1: And then the 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 Netflix one maybe like took a less literal thing, but like made it into a saying. More yeah, because the way in
0: English literally is like. If you keep, like, looking at people that are coming in the next rounds, then the people that you're supposed to play against first that you, like, underestimate, you're going to come back to get you. And I was like, oh, that's so fitting, like, for Karasna, because it happens with them. Mm. Oh, that's interesting. That is so weird. I don't understand when there's, like, completely different translations. Like, I get it, but it still can be, like, really frustrating.
1: Yeah, it's one of those, like, weird ling- linguistic things of, like, do you make it sound, like, natural for the language or do you make it like literal which is kind of why if I really like a show I'll end up watching both I kind of want to like see what they changed and like why they changed it and stuff and, like I don't know it's an interesting thing to think about but then it's it's weird that like even within just like different subs are different yeah anyway yeah that's like it's a good quote I like that one a lot so then there's the conversation between Daichi and Michimiya I love her. I love anytime she's in this show. She is so cute.
0: She really is so cute. And I honestly really like the conversations her and Daichi have. Like they're so like meaningful. Yeah,
1: they're really sweet. And I love that they've like known each other since like junior high and they're so
0: they're so close.
1: And just, I don't know. I think they're really sweet.
0: And then seeing, like, Daichi start to, like, lecture her and stuff, like, he does with, like, his own team. And he's like, oh, I'm so sorry, Michi, and He's like, no, like, you did the same thing you in junior high. And, like, it honestly really helped. And I was like, that was so cute. Honestly, the fact that she still remembers this and, like, wasn't even mad, but, like, keeps thinking about it and, like, lives by it.
1: No, because, like, how can you be mad when, like, your friend is just, like, telling you something like true you know yes
0: yeah you need some if anything
1: that's a really a really valuable it's a really valuable thing to have from a friend i like that she appreciates it um i also just think she's so cute like the way she like like messes with her hair and like hits her cheeks and stuff
0: she's just she's just great she's really cute honestly
1: um the thing yeah like do i wish that this show had more like of the of the volleyball players who are girls which there's only like four that we actually know of, really. Um, Do I wish that they, like, kind of had more, were more driven and, like, more um, passionate like the guys are? Yes. But also, I do still think that they're, like, really well-written.
0: Oh, exactly. And they have,
1: like, really very human
0: perspectives on things, which
1: I I can appreciate.
0: I think Um, it goes back to the realism and natural aspect of it and how you're not going to have every single school or player or team be, like, completely 100% motivated like it's just not realistic like sure like everyone wants to do well but you're not gonna have the same mindset through every single team yeah for
1: sure um this episode just has so many cute moments the next thing we get is Noya like escorting Asahi to
0: practice because he thinks he's gonna chicken out and I- he's so great. and then Azahi trying I to be love able- him. I'm not like I promise and the Noya just like keeping going I think it's so funny I love their friendship or like like are just so fun honestly and the fact that like Noya's obviously younger but like will still get on to Asahi the
1: way he gets onto this is so funny like like how he kept scolding him for not being there and then he's just like forcing him to go like and even like the person the person in like in Asahi's class is like is he training a dog? Like, like,
0: yes! Dog, oh like, my god! I think it's so funny. Just the fact that it. like, also he just like lets it happen. He doesn't like mind that. No, he acts like that, which just like makes it even better. I love it. I love that. It's really great. And then we start to get these like flashbacks, and we start with, of course, Kageyama thinking about Wakawa and what he had to say as he's getting his milk and like angrily drinking it.
1: His angry milk. Yes, I. I don't know, we got like sort of the start of Kageyama and Oikawa's relationship, but like they're slowly sort
0: of building up the and, like bricks to like what we know about them. Just kind of yeah, it's like laying down that foundation. Like we know that there's obviously something more than just what we have seen. We just haven't gone into it just yet.
1: Yeah. Like that's it's not clear why there's so so much like animosity there, but they're just like building it up right now and
0: then we have Asahi thinking about Date Tech again and like honestly it still really hurts to watch that because like I feel for it I really do yeah but
1: I I also think that it's it's time for him to to get over that wall
0: it is time for him to get over literally and metaphorically like At the beginning, I was like, yeah. And now the fact that he's still thinking about it, I'm like, Asahi, were you not just telling Noya that you knew, like, you were fine because you know you have people with you? Come on now. Uh, he'll
1: be fine eventually. (laughs) Take some time. We'll get there. He's just got a lot on his mind. I like that this, this whole episode felt like just, like, lots of little vignettes of things.
0: That's a good way to describe it.
1: And it really, like, I don't know, it kept my attention really well. It was just, like, a sliver of how every character was feeling. And I really enjoyed it. Um, I really liked the part with Ukai, like thinking about doing the back attack, and that old lady walking in. <laughs> I don't know why I thought that was so cute. And
0: then he drops that box on his foot. Oh, that probably hurts. Oh, and then uh, the hand signals that Suga created. So mm, I like, yeah, I love like all the little aspect how like each person has something that they're providing for the team
1: yeah like everybody it's just like showing the way that everybody is working to like do their best and then we have tanaka oh my
0: god (laughs) i love this scene so much because anoshida cracks so funny
1: I laughed out loud. I, I cackled. It was I so funny. I,
0: I cackled because his face and the fact that he's just like, keep it up and I'm going to take your regular spot. Just <laughs> like so unimpressed. Literally like, yeah, I'm going to take your spot. you dumbass. God, it's so funny. <sighs> Tanaka is just so. I love Tanaka, honestly. I do think
1: that this scene was just like, it, it was like perfectly done, of just like, it was a kind of like weird like like teenage boy thing to think about but it wasn't done in a way that was offensive
0: exactly it was just like the perfect perfect balance it
1: it towed the line very well like it never felt like I don't know and it didn't feel gross the way he was doing it it was like embarrassing as hell but like
0: exactly no I thought it was done really well I think it's so funny also, he's really got to find some new underwear because I'm really ugly. <laughs> <laughs> I hate looking at. <laughs> oh God! You know, what do we expect? Oh God, Not
1: that. Um. Yeah. So they go to they they go to practice, and another moment that I just thought was so cute, and like I honestly have to comment on every single one of their interactions because I just think they're the most precious humans in the world. Is Takeda's, like concern over ukai
0: working hey. so much oh he was so cute <laughs> the fact that he literally was like are you okay and then ukai being like yeah i have a second job now and like, like talking about like it's like work mornings and then like picking up chips at night and then talking just being like thank you so much yeah. i'm just uh, and then, like oh the God.
1: thing is like ukai like doesn't even see he's like oh yeah like you know i i picked up i'm like helping my family with this or whatever and he's he's kind of just like talking about it and the thing that really gets me is like he wasn't really asking for pity in any way in the way he was talking about it. He was and just explaining. Then, yeah. And then his reaction to what he's talking is like oh by sake. and he's like so excited. He's like really? Like,
0: I love them. They are so, fun. <laughs> so excited.
1: Yeah I really like their their whole vibe. I think they're really sweet and just the fact that they like continue to have like such a good working relationship and like friendship all those years later like when we see them later it's just like it makes me really emotional
0: uh, it makes me so happy and just I love it really great
1: oh I also think it's really cute I she doesn't go with them but like the fact that that Kyoko gets invited to get pork buns with them makes me very happy like very very happy
0: yes I love how she's so include team she is I feel like I didn't really notice it before
1: and like, I don't know, it's not always shown necessarily, but like she really is like a part of their team. I don't know. It's just precious.
0: It's really great. And I love the relationship that they all have with her.
1: And then we see that later with like the banner and everything just like that scene
0: (sighs) is so iconic.
1: And like the fact that they all like really value her opinion of them so much. It's just so great.
0: I love Kyoko, honestly. I think she's so great. She's a really interesting character to me. And I'm like, so disappointed that we don't really get to see a lot of her backstory until season four.
1: Yeah, it takes so long. And I feel like that's sort of why, like, I didn't really notice her the first time I watched it that much. And, like, with the way she was introduced to, it was kind of like, eh, okay, whatever. But, like, yeah. the more I watch it, the more she kind of stands out to me as, like, oh, she's a very interesting character.
0: Oh, 100%. Oh, and then we get Yamaguchi going to Shimada. I love them. I can't wait to see more of them. And the entire time that Yamaguchi was there, I kept thinking about season 4 and I just wanted to cry. God. I I
1: can't. I love the way they are. Like I just that that like that mentor relationship that they have is just like it's so excellent.
0: I was, it's not even the fact that Shimada was like hesitant because like he didn't think Yamaguchi could do it. He was just like, you don't have a lot of time. And then Yamaguchi being like, I don't be, think I'll be able to play anyway. Cause he's like one of the only, he's the only first year that's not a starter. And I was like, mm-hmm. my heart hurts. I was devastated.
1: Yeah. And
0: I don't know. I just think
1: <laughs> it's really great. Cause like the thing is, there's a, there's a big difference between like, you know, of course showing up, practicing your hardest, being there for something, being present. And then there's like taking such an active initiative to like go forth and find something for yourself in that way. And like ask someone so specifically, you know, it's different than just having like a teacher or a coach. It's like he asked for something very specific. And I feel like that's a really big step in like someone's progress in this kind of thing. And I think it shows a lot of like character and a lot of growth for him that he's like able to do that
0: I love Yamaguchi I'm so proud of Yamaguchi when I say like I'm proud of people's characters development is honestly mm. the first person that comes to mind
1: I yes honestly so great and like everything is just like every time it makes me so happy to think about it
0: exactly it's like uh, anytime I think I just like I feel my eyes start like watering and I'm like I shouldn't be crying I'm just really proud of him
1: this is, this is totally random, but I saw someone talking about how, like, they, they were obviously a person who, like, didn't know, um, like, all the time, but they were, like, saying that they, like, thought it would be cute if Yamaguchi, like, took over Shimadomar, and, like, we know that that doesn't happen, because we know that he, like, goes to college, and he's in some kind of, like, tech, he's in the tech industry, but it got me thinking, and for some reason, I really think that, like, college Yamaguchi, like, works at, like, the genius bar
0: oh my god
1: yes. <laughs> like, or like the japanese equivalent of like the best
0: Buy geek squad like something like that i can 100 see it and like everyone just loves him like anytime they go they like specifically request to be, oh my god. To be just, just like, that just like old ladies like kind of check their email like <laughs> i just love it i love yamaguchi he honestly is so underrated And it's funny, because it took me so long to, like, realize how much I loved Yamaguchi, not for the fact that, like, I was ignoring him. I just didn't, like, I had, like, I was so focused on, like, other characters that, like, when I started, like, doing, like, my rewatches, I was like, wait a second, Yamaguchi's so great. Why have I, like, not noticed this?
1: That's interesting, because I feel like the first time I watched it, he was, like, right away one of my favorites.
0: I thought he was really cute as a character. I'm like, oh, he's really cute, but I didn't, like analyze him as much as I do now I analyze everyone but like compared to like from my first watch compared to like as of recently I like have fallen in love with Yamaguchi's character
1: I think also it's like knowing everything that comes later that like makes the beginning of Yamaguchi feel like even more special
0: I think that's it too and like it just kind of like hit me and I was like wow I he's so great he honestly could easily be like in my top 10
1: yeah, he's not that high up for me. I do like him, but I think he's like, he's like third tier, like B tier.
0: Actually, thinking about it now, he's not top 10, but he's, he's pretty close
1: yeah, to Yeah, because I'm pretty sure I could tell you, like, I could say you're top 10. <laughs> I'm pretty
0: sure I know it off the top of my head. I can say my top 10. He's not <laughs> top 10. He's close. He's definitely close because he's my, he's my second fave from Karasuno, but he's not top 10. It's hard to get in top 10. There's a lot of characters in this show. My top three never change.
1: Yeah. So we just get like a lot of great montage stuff happening in this episode. It's just like one long montage. I literally wrote really good. Yeah. Um, I honestly, this show utilizes montages a lot, but I always enjoy them.
0: I think they're done very well and it doesn't get too like long and annoying. It's just like Mm -hmm. the perfect musician.
1: I really enjoyed this one. It showed kind of everybody a little bit and they were all just like doing their little things. I love the
0: part... Oh, go ahead. I I love the moment with Kageyama. Like, what I going to say! (laughs) He's just focusing so hard to memorize these hand motions. And and Kageyama just starts doing it. And Hinata just looks so pissed. Like, he's so angry at Kageyama.
1: Yeah, that's like that's probably one of the best parts of the montage. It's just, like, he just, like, goes off on the the hand movements immediately. And Hinata's like... He hates it. I just think it's so funny. It's an excellent scene, and it's one of those things of like Kageyama. He's just like that. Like I, I, it's we know that he's like bad at school, but like as soon as it's about volleyball, he's like great at memorizing things great at analyzing things like great at all of it it's just volleyball it has to be about volleyball so then we get the scene with kyoko and the banner which we kind of talked about already
0: i love the fact that the third year is and tanaka sobbing she says you can do it
1: i love how emotional like specifically the upperclassmen are about it because they like know her better it's just sweet
0: like, Hinata and Kageyama are, like, so confused. And like, this is literally out of hand. And they're just, like, sobbing. And they're, like, Daichi are sobbing, too. Just so confused.
1: Because it's Kyoko. And they care They care so much about, like, her opinion of them. And it's just wonderful. Also, I really, really like the <laughs> the one moment where Takada is, like, climbing up the ladder. And Kyoko's, like, I could have carried it. Like, <laughs> you don't have to carry it for me.
0: I just thought it was really cute. It's, like, these, like, little moments that we get that just, like, make me so happy.
1: Yes, especially I love when the two of them interact. Like, something about it just seems so wholesome because they're both, like, so, like, sweet and, like, soft-spoken people. And when they interact with each other, it's just always, like, the cutest thing. Like, when they were, when they, like, cooked the food and now they're, like, doing the banner thing. I don't know. It's just all lovely. So that pretty much brings us to the end of the episode, except we finish with this last scene um uh so first they have their little race which you haven't seen naruto have you
0: i have seen probably like three episodes of naruto okay
1: yeah it like really reminds me of this like ongoing joke from naruto between like two of the two of the like teacher characters where they have like this ongoing like sort of back and forth of like these little challenges that they do with each other and they'll be like oh like i've lost 51 and you've won 52 or whatever you know and it was, it's just, like, I don't know. It's, like,
0: really cute. I like it a lot. And then the fact that you know, Hinata's, like, no, it's 30, 30, like, 32 to 30 or whatever. Because he's still thinking about how, like, th- he was, like, this time last year, you beat me. Uh that. I really mean, like think it. he's, like,
1: counting that. Like, versus Kayama like, he's, like, what?
0: He literally is <laughs> like,
1: I was talking about running. <laughs> um, but I really like this this whole scene because this is the first time that we have Hinata like proclaiming basically that he like wants to be a professional volleyball player
0: yeah exactly and then I don't know if it means anything at all but uh the statement of does that mean you'll be on the same stage as me in the future I was like I don't know I don't know if it was supposed to be as like dramatic as I'm reading it because I read everything dramatically but I'm like is that referring to them like playing again together in the future
1: I mean, I think it was like, I think by stage, he probably meant like, le- like what he said, like level, you know, it probably is level. I think what he meant was like, so you're gonna like, go on and like, play on a real team and like, play like against me, because he's saying like, if well, if we're gonna play against each other, then obviously it's not gonna school. So he's like, basically asking him if he is going to like, become a professional volleyball player.
0: You know, Kageyama obviously already knows. That makes so much more sense. I just feel like having it say stage for some reason, I was like, oh, wow, that's cute. But that does make more sense about like level and how Kageyama is definitely considering going pro.
1: Yeah. And it just like makes me think about like everything that happens in the future of like, I just get so emotional thinking about everything that like happens in, in the world. And like the fact that like Kageyama does progress further than Hinata does faster and then that he, like, catches up with him again. I don't know. Something about that just really, really gets me. No, I love it a lot. But yeah, I just, I really like this last scene. I like and the way it's done.
0: Yeah, it was a really good way to end the episode.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I had never really thought about it like that before.
1: Like, that that's what he was saying, was that he was, like, gonna keep volleyball. But that
0: is, like, what he says. Yeah, and, if know, you, know, and the, like, clearly I didn't read it that way, but, like, that does make a lot of sense. I
1: don't know. This was a good episode. I liked this. I've had fun. I say that like every time
0: I guess it's it's a lot of fun to be able to watch it again and to like see things that I haven't noticed before or see things that like I really love I get to like see it that second time it's really fun
1: yeah okay well actually so this is a we can transition to our musical segment um because my pick for Kagayama is actually kind of a pick for Hinata really <laughs> And it sort of has to do with like what he's talking, or not what he says, how he talks about um, like wanting to go against Kageyama, very like very specifically Kageyama, and then just the way that that is like pushing him in a sense. So yeah, I have two picks for Kageyama. The first one is "I've Got a Flare" by Fountains of Wayne, and like the whole song is really. I think it's probably supposed to be more interpreted as, like, a romantic thing, but my, like, the reason I thought of this song was because it's sort of about, like, egging someone on and, like, like that. just being someone who, he, he, like, gets a rise out of Hinata. He's, like, the person that, like, pushes him without, he's not trying to do it. He just, like, by being there and being himself, he is fueling Hinata. I love that. And that, that's, I don't know, that's the song I thought of. And then my second choice is, it's kind of more like pre-canon of the show, m- like sort of more middle school Kageyama, the more ruthless Kageyama, mm-hmm. but it's, it's bit by bit by Mother Mother.
0: That is so funny because I chose Try to Change by Mother Mother. Okay. <laughs> We're really going with this Mother Mother narrative here. Mother Mother fits every single haiku character and I'll stand by that fact but they both like Bit by Bit is a really good Kageyama song honestly yeah I don't know and I feel like he
1: keeps doing it like it's the same thing it's just like you know maybe not like the the parts that are like so ruthless but like he just like has spent his whole life
0: building himself up exactly it's very fitting for him yeah and also
1: like sure you know he's not such a jerk about it in the future but he does still like kind of He built himself up to a very high position. Exactly. And I I just think it's fitting.
0: I totally, Bit by Bit's a good song for him.
1: Uh, And then Try to Change is like the exact opposite side of him.
0: Try to Change is definitely that trans, like it fits with a few different aspects. It's definitely that transition from him leaving junior high, going into that first year cross now, how about he's trying to change. I don't think it's so much him as like the season carries on and like gets further in. But there are a lot of moments where I definitely like see it for him.
1: That aspect of like later, like at the beginning of season four time pre-Nationals yeah,
0: where, he, where it comes back. It all comes back. Like, says, I want to this lyric say, I try to change. I make, I make a list of all the ways to change my ways, but I stay the same. And I think it's so fitting for him.
1: And it is sort of like an interesting like he has to find this the balance between those things right because it does become detrimental. Exactly. And that's sort of what the song is about too like it's it's a little bit more melancholic about it but like it is sort of at the end you, you, ch- you try to change things but to a certain extent you have to be yourself and that's what Kageyama ends, ends up doing. Exactly. Uh, God Mother Mother really just kills it. I
0: mother mother <laughs> has songs for everyone I always say that I'm like if you give me time I will find a mother mother song that describes you I feel like every
1: character playlist needs a mother mother song a mountain goat song and oh and a Mika song
0: <laughs> a Mika. honestly I try to do an Elton John song for every character oh too. An Elton John song a, should be on every playlist. It's just because I'm biased, but he has a lot of songs that fit characters. I think all my playlists have Mother Mother and Elton John for sure. I'm pretty sure almost all of mine do too, actually. I just love Elton John. They all have a Meek song. I and love they him. all have a Mountain Goat song. I think all my playlists have Mountain Goat song too. I'm pretty sure. Or like at least like the ones that I started making recently because I started making I started making character playlists like last year so I don't think a lot of them have it but like I know like my more recent ones definitely have
1: it just like, works actually I don't think my Bokuto playlist has a Mountain Goat song because it's just too
0: it's too depressing for someone like <laughs> Bokuto depressing I'll find one though I'll have to go through the whole discography well there is potential to add a Mountain Goat song for Bokuto but do we <laughs> want to do that to him. I'd rather keep it the bubblegum pop for him. One last note of something that I just realized is during that montage when they are doing the pep rally and Suga slaps Tanaka's (laughs) hand. It's great. I love the
1: pep rally. That like one second is just so funny. I think it's such an
0: iconic moment too. Yeah like Hinata looks like he's about to (laughs) cry or pass out or something and Tanaka just does that peace sign so he just slaps his hand down like that little brief uh, flash yes it sticks oh up. my
1: gosh and when when Mishimiya like looks at her notes while she's speaking so precious so cute I love all of these freaking kids
0: And uh, that's all I got so that's it for me uh I'm Elaine and I'm B, and we'll talk to you next week see you then Bye. bye